Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals and in sacrifice, you have elected this. Live from Mad Rivers Boulevard, it's Paul and Rach. Why, hello, Mad Rivers. Welcome to a brand new edition of the Paul and Rach podcast. My friend, how are you? I'm good. Almost caused you our off-air name. What do you mean? Uh, yeah. Oh, we call each other a name that... We, if we said it on the podcast, we would have to beep it. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And my time at Sky News would come to an end. <laughs> it certainly would. But we can beep it, so hi, <laughs> d- Hi, d- <laughs> Now, I, uh, we've got to set the scene. Obviously, mm. where are we? Back at Rachel's house as always. Mm-hmm. But Friday night, the rain coming down outside, and yep. here we are on the floor in Rachel's bed. <laughs> Fellas, welcome. We're like a couple of schoolgirls, you yeah. know, having a sleepover. <laughs> we're sitting down on the floor. We're talking about boys we like. Oh, God, oh, my God. You've got your nails done. Oh, my God, I totally got my nails done. Uh, and also, when I turn up, lovely smell. A bit of, bit, bit of dinner on the cook. Oh, yes. What are, what are we bashing out? Well, I, I Let just... Let me guess, kale and something? <laughs> kale, quinoa, quiche. I'm... No, I'm actually making um, a bolognese of some description. Oh, bolognese. Bolognese. behind you, though. Oh, exactly. Except I wanted to get my phone because I wanted to show you a photo. Okay, this will be good for the radio. Of it will be right of how <laughs> much vegetables oh. I put in oh. my bolognese sauce. Oh, jeez! <laughs> that is your five a day in one dinner serving. And you would have gone pretty solid at lunch as well. Oh yeah, always like so much veggies. See, this is where I'm going to put it to you. Mm. Ultimately, I'm going to die about twelve to twenty-five years earlier than you, but in year on year, you do get sicker than I do. That's true. Right? And I'm going to be lonely later on in life when all of my friends have died and I'm still living on zucchini freshness. Correct, (laughs) but this is what I'm saying. I think you're overdosing on the veg. Throw in a packet of chips somewhere across that day. (laughs) One Mars bar. I'll settle for a Milky Way. No, but I can't because I can't have dairy. Okay. So I'd have to have one of those carob squares or something. (laughs) I can't even have carob. Stick to the veg. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach. Now, Rach, a very big and busy uh, couple of days. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did Melbourne and back in a day. Yes. Um, I had to pay off a few people that I've got some gambling debts to. And is it all sorted? One, two, three, four limbs. It's all (laughs) good. Don't you reckon when you fly interstate in one day, you feel like a CEO? Or yeah, somebody yeah. important. You're all, yeah, because <laughs> because there's that whole thing of going of flying and only taking hand luggage. Mm. Going, I'm sorry, I'm only important enough for one little bag. <laughs> exactly. I don't need anything. I've got a pair of under dibbles. I to always into. feel like I'm doing something really important when yeah. in reality all I'm doing is going to another city to talk on the radio about something crap. <laughs> but here's the thing: if I go to Brisbane, which I love, yeah. I go to the same four places in Brisbane. If I go to Melbourne, I go to the same four places in Melbourne. They're like I always end up doing uh, Brunswick Street. Yep. Because you go, just go and find what the cool kids are yes, into. Definitely. Wouldn't do it in Sydney, yeah. but I'll do it there. Have you noticed on Brunswick Street that store that is entirely for ravers? Yes. And it's all reflective clothes. How does that shop not go out of business? Well, how does that shop open at 10 in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. Don't forget, we're on Facebook. You know that by now, but spread the word. And I had a little bit of a rant. I cracked lushits <laughs> on Friday on the Twitters because mm. I realised, remember when Twitter started, everyone mm. kind of held hands a bit and the, the, it was like everyone just found a new suburb together. Yeah. So everyone was like, oh, you've got to check this person out. You've got to follow this person yeah. and follow, follow Friday. Follow Friday. Big deal. Yeah. But now 
everyone's become a little bit too cool for school and doesn't uh. want to share and go, you're not having my followers. Oh, I'm yeah. not telling you about my followers. Mm. Don't. I'm not sharing them with anyone. Mm. So I went, it. <laughs> I did a follow Friday. You yeah. were involved. Uh, Paul and Rachel was involved. A couple of other mates. And I inspired a, a revolution. Did you really? I got Anthony the Blue Wiggle. Yeah. Said he was inspired by me. He did a follow Friday. Get out of I town. Got a wiggle, we, we've got a wiggle backing in this show. What's that? Is Anthony just sitting there twiddling his thumbs waiting for someone to be inspired by? Follow Friday's what, what? inspiring Hang him. on, hang on. They wrote a song called Hot Potato. Okay, fair play. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, another thing that just happened in, in the little Melbourne trip, and I promise this is not the... Uh, you know, tour de Paul. Mm. You're not getting the real time recount of the past 24 hours. Mm. Now, uh, I was on the plane, unsurprisingly. Mm. I didn't fly there with my own arms. Wings? Yeah, I did. I would love to see you on the tarmac at Sydney <laughs> Airport taking a run and giving it a crack. <laughs> I think we all know I would give up about a third of the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Before I even took off, I go, oh, jeez. Yeah, I'll bugger it. Oh. <laughs> Where's the in-flight meal? <laughs> <laughs> but I was sitting opposite a gentleman who was, as we have described in the past, um, unhelpful. I fat. was about to say, I knew you were going to say unhelpfully fat. Yeah. Now, for those that are new listeners, mm. can you explain what is unhelpfully fat? Unhelpfully fat is someone who is so fat, they could not help you if you were in a crisis and needed assistance. So if you were in a burning building no. and you were trapped under a piece of furniture and you just needed somebody to come and lift that piece of furniture off and then you'd be free and alive, you will burn to death Correct. if somebody unhelpfully fat is there because they can't do anything. They're so fat. Yeah. If the unhelpfully fat person got into the lifeboat it would tip the lifeboat you'd all die <laughs> yeah. he was unhelpfully fat oh no and he was big oh, and you was know there spillover there was there was oh. spill and a half of full cream dairy fat goodness gracious but the thing that kind of at the start i felt sorry mm. and then there was part of me that kind of cracked it at him mm-hmm. which was the seatbelt extender that's now, a shameful moment. <laughs> how does one ask for it? Mm. Do you, when you're booking, do they just go, <laughs> Biggie's mm. here, like a little message goes out? Because my whole thing is, look, I'm fat. I know why I'm fat. I'm slowly trying to do something about it. I'm not doing enough, but I'm trying, yeah, right? And do you know what? Let me just interrupt and say high five for that because I'm super ah. proud of you. When you told me last week you go in the gym and things, I was so excited. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. I'm doing one of those 24-7 things, so in the middle of the night you might see. <sighs> <laughs> I have always wondered who exercises late oh. at a 24-hour gym. There's a whole and world. And it's you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and Filipino students, apparently. But... <laughs> But also, you know, the whole thing about the gym mm. that I am beginning to understand mm. is... Uh, is I that never thought I'd hear you say those I know. words. I know. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason it's month to month though, love. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I haven't gone for one of those four-year membership. All right, good, yep. uh, uh, Take it slow. Yeah, not interested at mm. all. But um, is that there are ways, of course, where you can make yourself feel like you've done more at the gym. Yes. Like I have learnt, grey T-shirt. Oh, Great sweat. t-shirt, sweat. sweat. Oh, yeah. oh, geez, I've, I really worked hard. Look at this giant V of effort. <laughs> okay, so back to the fatty who's unhelpfully fat in the chair. Surely the first time you asked for the seatbelt extender, mm-hmm. it made you Lose give weight. up food for a month. Yeah. And yeah. it made you just like, because there are little shame moments we all can push through. Mm-hmm. So for some people, it's, uh, I've got the man boobs. I can't go for a swim. Mm-hmm. Oh, I look a bit bad. Mm-hmm. For some people, they just go, I'll wear the T-shirt and apparently that's going to throw everyone off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did it last weekend and then halfway through it, oh, who cares? 
you can guess. <laughs> you know, throw the yep, shirt off. Yep. Some people are like that. For some people, it might be, you know, the favourite pair of pants that don't fit. But surely the ring-a-ding-ding, do something, mm-hmm. mate, is when you've got to ask for a seatbelt extender on a plane. You know the only thing apart from that that shocks me that it hasn't knocked somebody into gear before is when your roof has to be removed because you have to be craned out. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how was there not a seatbelt extender moment before they brought in the forklift? But I always love, you know, like this, like some Mexican guy who's 900 kilos yeah. or something. And the mother who just goes, oh, he's just so nice. And P.S., he's always got a wife. Correct. He's always got a yes. wife. Yes. Who's sitting there taking care of him, bringing him spaghetti bolognese. So as a single girl, does that inspire you or make you... Hey, remember, I'm not single anymore. Oh, I thought the bed looked used. <laughs> You know, I want to tell you a story about when I was on a plane with a couple of unhelpfully fat people. By and the just, way, the bed looks very good. Oh, thank you very much. And before I get into it, what are your thoughts about buying two tickets if you're too fat for one chair? My view would be I would do it. Yeah, I think because so Because the last thing I would want is the spillover, yes. which I'll be honest does happen with me. Yeah, but yeah. not that gargantuan, not like enough. making somebody's spine yeah. <laughs> twist. Scoliosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're giving somebody like school bag back... <laughs> You are too fat. It's time to lose weight. Well, I was sitting in between two unhelpfully fat people. So I was like spilled significantly on from both sides. It was the LA flight, which is a... 14 hours of fat. (laughs) Which is a long one. You were bookended by by fat. (laughs) Yeah, in the non-exciting way. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. We've just found out Saucy Dream from a couple of episodes ago. So I've gone up the back of the aeroplane because I thought, well, I'll just stand up the back. and what, for 14 hours? For 14 hours and read my book. Do you remember when you did that and you fancied the bloke up the back when oh we flew to Texas? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, I got this whole thing and she's gone. I feel yeah, but nice. do you remember what turned me off? Because we had a long conversation and we were getting along really mm. well. And then I said, what have you been doing in Australia? And he said to me, what? He was here for the Christian youth. Bam, bam. Bam, I was standing at the back reading my book, minding my own business, and one of the unhelpfully fat gentlemen came up to me at the back of the plane and to use the toilet, mm. as of course. And he said to me, are you the lady that's sitting next to me? Oh, no. I said, yes, I am. He said, oh, they, um, they brought around uh, our meals and things. I said, oh, okay, thank you. Thanks for letting me know. And he goes, uh, you didn't come back, so we ate it. No! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Now, I'd love you to help us out here. A uh, little segment, no music attached, mm-hmm. right? Oh, actually, no. Can I do, like, sound effects? Do it. Okay. This is called Trady's Revenge. That was an excellent sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> now, I met a mate the other day who used to be a plumber, mm-hmm. and he told me, an awesome story of a tradies' revenge. Yep. Because, you know, there's always this whinging about tradies going, oh, they take too long. Me, 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 me. I've yep. probably done it in a previous podcast <laughs> and I might do it in a future one. But right now, I'm pro trading. Yep. This bloke had been darted out of about $30,000 that he needed to be paid for some commercial plumbing work. Okay. Woo. Okay, stop it. How does it get that out of control? This is what I don't understand because I, uh, you know, have been fined for things in the street and I get one letter from the reminder and then I get a state debt recovery. Like, like, mm. And then that's it. I know I'm going to court if I don't pay that. How are people dodging other people of $30,000? Okay, have you got a beep ready? Yeah. 
All right. <laughs> you didn't vape that. I vaped it, I promise. <laughs> you didn't vape that. <laughs> you know I want to be doing this show, so I definitely vaped it. <laughs> As it was explained to me, this guy was doing a little job. He'd send a bill for that, but the guy says, oh, no, no, I can't pay you until the next bit of the job is done. Okay, yeah. Okay, and eventually we get to $30,000. Right. Now, his solution, mm. when this bloke would not pay him the thirty grand and would really screw him out and just pretend he didn't exist, ignore his letters, you know, basically everything bar go to court. Yep. He went, he disconnected his water pipe and he dropped one, two, three, four marbles into his... Water system thingy. Now, the way this works is, as the guy turns on the shower... Oh, water, 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 blocked. And then he goes over and he starts another tap. Water, 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 blocked. When he goes and turns on the washing machine. Water, 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 blocked. He plugged up this bloke's plumbing and cost him what would have been thousands of dollars as a revenge because this prick didn't pay him. And now there's a plumber that's owed thousands. (laughs) (laughs) Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. Hey, Paulie, we haven't done this in a while. Oh, okay. Christy Williamson. <laughs> Are we ready? This is going to take some... Oh, no. <laughs> is, this, um, is, this, is this DJ Paul and Rach? Is, no. this where, is this where you turn around and dazzle us with your ability no. to stack and Wait, rack some I'm, audio? I'm going to come over to your oh. microphone and we're going to do the intro for... Culture! Culture! <laughs> so I wanted to discuss. I know it's ridiculous. I wanted to discuss with you what your I'm thoughts are. Your bay window. I know you are. Yeah, I love this. We can get very comfortable. Yeah, it's nice. I if like you it. could see how we do the podcast, I feel like you would lose respect yeah. for us. Like, sure, we can tell dirty stories, but <laughs> this looks sad and pathetic. Yeah. Mm. Um, Miranda Kerr. Oh. <laughs> now, can I say, has the PR machine gone quiet where she has jumped on the old bandwagon that every female celebrity gets onto at some point in their career and goes, I don't mean to make anybody like really excited or anything, but I would totally do a girl if I had the opportunity. No, Shut the No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. And also, for those of us who went to university and joined a drama society, big deal. (laughs) Big deal. (laughs) Well, Rach, do we follow that tangent or do we... uh or do we focus on the story? Let's get back to Miranda. <laughs> Honest to God, why do women do this all the time? Oh, like no. it is some really kind of saucy. And the minute they start to divulge mm. sexual information that nobody needs to know about but, nor care about, just keep it to yourself. But can I also sound a little bit old school, a little bit 80s, a little bit closed? I don't like that she's a mum and she's... Oh gibbering this garbage Absolutely. it's like i'm not saying that as soon as you have kids you instantly stop being sexy or sexual but the idea of being overtly promiscuous for the appearance of promiscuity is stupid but why do people believe that the only way they can appear sexual is if they tell everybody about it yeah correct i have absolutely no doubt in my mind that miranda kerr is a sexual person she Whoa. has a baby yeah. i'm aware she's had sex <laughs> well, yeah. you yeah, know sexual or just functional but, but <laughs> yeah. she, she knows how to do it you know like none of us have any doubt about that but this business of oh i've joined the mile high club 
by myself and with somebody oh, else. No, have you haven't. You, I no, mean, you haven't. You just haven't. get like, shut up. Yeah, you're you an haven't. idiot. Yeah, I really bet you're in first class under one of their delightful blankets just giving yourself a good time. Like, give me a break. Give me a break. Pass me another Bollinger stewardess yeah. while I just go nuts on my downstairs region. <laughs> like, what a joke. Yeah, what correct. a joke. Yeah, what's between seven and nine? The figure eight. <laughs> you're listening to Paul and Rach. Can I, we do another pop, pop culture? Pop culture. Pop I could culture. totally play the music again. No. <laughs> um, Lara Bingle, who I've always believed is one of the great prawns of Australia. Oh, yes, yes. And, you know, blokes will know what I'm talking about here. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Lara Bingle, as you know, is in a relationship with Sam Worthington. Mm-hmm. Sam Worthington is out of town, so Lara Bingle decides to post that photo oh. on Instagram. The photo is her G-string and the top of the bot bot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. What is it with these people? I, it was the same with the Kim Kardashian Correct. selfie of the butt to Kanye West. Here's a hot tip. We have text. <laughs> yeah. You know, you we don't actually need to be privy to your entire relationship. You could just shoot a text and then only the person for whom the photo is intended will receive it. Or why not do what my wife and I like to do? Mm, which send is the, mail? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, get, we get the bloke who used to do the little silhouettes of people at the Easter show. Yes. We get him to sit at the end of the bed and just cut out a silhouette of us mm-hmm. and then we mail it to See, each other and I, I mean, go... Wow, what a lovely memory of that what is we did that night. That is true romance. That is true romance. I would also say that your 23,000 followers probably don't need a shot of you in a G-string. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach. Question for you, Paul Mazzarino. You know, I like this. I would like to know if I'm weird. Oh, hey, sweetie. Full stop. No, Discuss. Baby, baby doll. <laughs> I actually think you're one of the more uh, normal people of the planet. Oh, that's good. To that's be very nice honest. Not like eccentric. Not eccentric. You're not eccentric. You're not no. a bag lady who can't wipe a bot <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Preview of the future. Give me time. I just wondered. I was chatting to a friend of mine the other day who is dating somebody and she was... What? What were you wearing? <laughs> I think it was a hot day, so I was in a dress. A maxi dress, your (laughs) favourite. Continue. Uh, She was telling me about her boyfriend uh, and the fact that he had sort of told her a story about an ex of his and that she really felt uncomfortable and weird and grossed out by it and didn't want to know anything about it. And my question is, I... I'm fascinated by stories of exes. And Ah. I am talking sexually, relationship-wise, conversations. I want to know it all. And I don't want to know it in a too-much-information kind of way. I'm just genuinely fascinated when somebody comes to me as the person that they are. That is a whole part of their life that has brought them to this point. And I'm so interested in it. But I feel like I'm in the minority. Well, I like to think of you as a sexual panel beater. You see this this, this damaged soul often sort of roll in. You put him up on the hoist. You have a little bit of a look around. You go, oh, how did this one happen? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How did this guy happen? Exactly. I just want to know what I'm working with. No judging. Because I've got to work out how much party I've got to use. Exactly. I've got to work out whether that'll buff out. Totally. I've got to work out whether, you know. Am I going to need the hammer to bang that one out? (laughs) Am I going to need the jaws of life to get this secret out of him? (laughs) But I am really genuinely fascinated in the stories of an ex and all of their exploits. But I genuinely think, and please women, head to paulandroach.com.au and send us an email if you are like this or you're not like this. Because the majority of people that I've met, especially men, 
Men yeah. hate hearing about ex stories. Oh, didn't you realise as soon as you start a relationship, apparently you have to be a virgin again? This is what I mean. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, it's like, sorry, partners don't come in resealable bags. <laughs> yeah. There is no freshness in foil, dare I say. But I have noticed, because I have always been like this and always been very fascinated in people's past relationships, I've always gone sort of above and beyond asking questions and things. And then mm. when I've dared to say but a word about an ex, oh. the reaction is immediate and over the top. Okay, so the blokes are strangely protective of women they've broken up with. No, I mean that the blokes don't want to hear about what you've done in the past. Oh, like, no, no. So if say you and SK, yeah. if, I mean you've been together forever. But yeah. So when she tells me about the first bloke <laughs> she kissed when she was nine, okay, let's go there. Okay, bad example. <laughs> but if you were dating somebody, yeah. do you not want to know anything about her past? I think I only want to know. I'll be very honest with you. Mm-hmm. I only want to know about the stuff that I know I do better. <laughs> So my whole thing is, yeah, see, I back myself in as an awesome hugger. Yeah. So I want to hear every story about every half-assed hugger they've ever met. <laughs> you know, I, you know, or whatever I'm good at, yeah. I want to hear that. Oh yeah, he was this. But the great fear that mm. men have mm. is that when they come up against a dynamo like yeah. yourself, that uh, either they're not going to be up to it, or the past won't be up to it. And, right. Yeah. Okay. See, this is perhaps the issue. I also was speaking to another friend of mine. A lot of sexual conversations. This week, no, I'm liking who informed it. What were you wearing? me, <laughs> who informed me that he slept with a ballet dancer. Oh, and that reports, she, and that well, she would only have sex if there was a mirror, <laughs> if, and if a there bar. was a bar she could hold her, <laughs> if there was a Russian woman yelling at her, <laughs> if she was in point shoes, she could only have sex if she was in a full side split. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing weird about this. Okay, but this is the big thing about men. A menstrual, menstrual, which is side splits. Side splits are uh, okay. Yeah. We're, we're, oh, way. okay. Right. So we're talking about yeah, we're leg, talking about leg to the left, right angle. look to the right. We're not talking about leg in front, leg no, in behind. We're talking about full right That's angle. That's the best legs. I can do. You. <laughs> <laughs> that would be if nothing else, a triangle. <laughs> I think that's just your legs are parallel. <laughs> <laughs> but this is anyway about the ballerina. I hate you. I'm looking away. This is the thing about men and flexible women. Now, I absolutely envy flexibility because I just feel like that kind of command of your body would be exceptional. But I don't envy it in a sexual way. Yeah, correct. Whereas Nobody m- needs to pummel horse during sex. <laughs> I'm well, some people. But, but men <laughs> seem to be obsessed with this idea oh, of, of having sex with a flexible woman. Yeah. Now, what is so alluring about that? I, I've never got this. I've never understood why blokes want to treat sexual partners like a picnic chair. <laughs> why do you need to fold them up? Keep <laughs> the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Oh, Rach, breaking news. Breaking news. It's going to make you happy. Yeah. Channel 9 has axed Australia's Got Talent. What? Yeah, I know. Which means, thankfully... There's only 95,000 talent <laughs> shows on TV now. Yeah, but it means no more Dawn French. Which means we don't have to be polite anymore. And Australia can now agree with me. And mm. I was willing to say it mm. last year when it wasn't the popular thing to say. Why was she judging Australian talent? Yeah. Like, I, like, I mean, is she a talented woman? Bloody oath. Yes. But is she... I'd never got that. Do you know the bummer about that? Is that Julia Morris was the backstage host, I believe. Now... 
she she you're is all a, in you're a big fan i'm a massive julia morris fan yeah. i've seen her MC a whole bunch of corporate events and those are tough Oh, gigs. Yeah, terrible. That is a room full of people that have zero interest in what you've got to say and can barely be bothered listening to you because they're shoving as much free booze down their throat. And I have never seen her do anything but nail it. Wow. She's amazing. She's incredible. Does as she a have host. like a shut up trick like that makes that makes them all No, but she's just in? you know how she's got that very manic performance style? And yeah, so yeah. that gets very infectious and it's very watchable because she just plows on through. She doesn't give a shit if people aren't listening. Yeah. She just keeps on plowing through. What does she care? She's paid either way. Exactly. And so that's the way you can do it. But why are we doing shows? I mean, I understand oh, it's great to expose new talent or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> that's supportive. <laughs> <laughs> but when oh, no, 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 whatever. It's no, but when you've got a show that, you know, I mean, it's a dog doing backflips. That's not. It's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. not Australia's Got Talent. That's Australia's Got a Future as a Busker. <laughs> <laughs> but enough about Tim O'Matic. <laughs> Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. Quick little insight into my life. Oh. What, more than one of both of us on the floor in your bedroom. <laughs> You're doing the splits again. Well, yes, I am. Look at my dead legs. <laughs> they look. These legs, by the way, if you want to imagine, um, imagine I've been run over and just dead. Two dead feet are pointing to the right. No movement. Nothing. Nothing. I really want to take a photo, but I feel like it's not your proudest moment. <laughs> Hashtag bad taste. <laughs> um, I uh, realised today that, that I'm a bit of a tight ass. Oh, sweetie. Um, I use matches instead of air freshener. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that would be tight assery. I light a match instead of instead of, instead you know, of spraying some house or, or Glen 20. Uh, some house. Some house. Because it eats up the odour. And people don't know this. And a friend of mine came around to my house the other day and uh, informed me that they needed to go to it quite significantly. Oh, so, and who, who announces it? Don't you hey. just put down a little canoe first, do what needs to be done, and then just go, oh, sorry, upset tummy. Isn't that the code for... I'm the kid that talks to people on the toilet, remember? Yeah, I correct. have no secrets. Yeah, and so I gave them a box of matches. And they're like, what is this for? I said, how can you not know that striking one mere match burns up everything? It disappears, correct. P. Murray. Gonskis. And I find often with your air fresheners from the supermarket, it doesn't get rid of the air so much as it takes the it poo mates particles. With it. it mates, mates with, it. with it. covers it. Yes. And then makes the poo heavier in the uh, air. It does too. <laughs> it makes the air smell like potpourri poo. Yes, it's like, oh, this is fun. Whereas a match, dis- it makes it all disappear. Yeah, correct. Absolutely correct. But also, why why would this freak somebody out? Because I I mean, mm. I have heard of this mm. as a solution yeah, yeah. before. Yes. And maybe it was before, you know, the Johnsons and Johnsons of this world told us we needed, you know, mm, mm. what was it, O to be gone or o whatever. <laughs> Febreze. Yeah, you well. know when I was uh, in my younger years and uh, 17 and dark blue jeans were all the rage. Yeah. And oh, this was pre-crow's feet? This was pre-crow's feet. And pre-boob droopage. This oh. is when I could no, go out no, in a no, singlet no, no, top no, no, without no, no, a bra well, on. Come on, what? come on, come on. What? 
Don't talk them down. <laughs> Don't talk them down. Come on. I w- wanted my jeans to stay blue so badly that I didn't wash them for two years. <laughs> I would hang them out on the line and Febreze them. Oh, no. <laughs> but hang on. This this is a very dirty period of your life because yeah. you've told us all before about the sheets that didn't get washed yeah. for months. For months and months and months. This and I would go out dancing in these pants and be all sweaty and gross. And it didn't matter. I just didn't want to lose the blue in them. And I I would just hang them out in the line and Febreze them like some dirty hobo and then just light a match around them. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach. Today, dailytelegraph.com.au forward slash lifestyle. This is what they did for clickbait today. Your guide to autumn trees and shrubs. (laughs) (laughs) How is that baiting anyone? Now, I'm going to be very honest. I have not read a syllable past the word shrubs. (laughs) Because I, it's, I'm not, it's not getting my attention. It already got my click. But it brings me to the world of clickbait. Yes. The garbage that runs on these news sites to make you click. And at the moment, the buzzfeedification mm. of our news is killing me. But have I been out of the media so long that I don't realise that trees and shrubs are now the subject du jour? Yeah, but also that autumn involves trees and, and shrubs, <laughs> you know. And by the way, I like a good deciduous tree. Oh, I, like, I like an evergreen. Oh, see, I see your evergreen. Mm. and I raise you the awesomeness of driving down a street mm-hmm. where the leaves have dropped overnight, there's been a little bit of rain, and then as you're driving past, you look in the rearview mirror Whoosh! and it looks like yeah. Batman. <laughs> it's just come out of the Batcave in 1989. The buzzfeedification, though. This is the eight things, yeah. that, the 12 things. Like that. we can only ingest things if they're in a list. Yeah, correct. Mm. Including there was one, and there's some clickbait that does the rounds on Twitter, and it was the five reasons why a woman won't perform oral sex. What? And I clicked on it just to double check, you know, <laughs> what research maybe yeah. is out there, what's yep. around. Mm-hmm. And the five things in no particular order was... For God's sakes. Get ready to beep. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready to beep. What? Well, who thinks that they're going to... I don't know. Who, what in your what in your sexual education has meant that you look at a and think that it's a Yeah, well, exactly. Hang on. I'm I'm beeped out that entire break, (laughs) Bears. (laughs) And there's three more to go. So rather than just saving you a lot of beeping, just Google reasons women don't dot, dot, dot and see what happens. But don't do it at work. Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach. Now that we've done just a slightly grubby rave that was full of beeps, um, I'd like to do a positive rave. And it's very quick. And it's just something that I wanted to send a big... To people who go across pedestrian crossings, but when you pull up to slow down, which you are supposed to do according to the rules of the road, because, I mean, you can do a tap dance on that. You can do a Tom Hanks style, you know, knees across the keyboard. There, oh, that is. Imagine how painful oh, that would be. God, imagine if you're just trying to play big. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. No I kids. take that back. But that's your time to shine. You know, that's this is. <laughs> Jeez, hang on. Somebody's. Do we have to have a little chat about how, how our life's going at the moment? The highlight is currently crossing the road. <laughs> I've got nowhere else to perform. <laughs> <laughs> you just start telling relatable raves in the middle of a zebra crossing. I've taken it as my soapbox. But, you know, there's a lot of people that when you're driving mm. on the road and you come up to a pedestrian, pedestrian crossing and we've all done it sometimes you don't see the pedestrian Mm. and so you really swiftly slam on the brakes when you see them and they give you a look of like 
uh, yeah, exactly. Mm. You're supposed to do that. Yeah. And you just want to run that person over. Yeah. How, you know? You go, sorry, I hit the brakes. Yes, because it's the law, but most importantly, because you don't want to kill you. Yeah. And you seem annoyed at this. Exactly. And now, let's remember who has a foot near the accelerator. Yeah. You know? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Death fantasy call But... The people that I love are those people who walk up to the pedestrian crossing, you begin to slow down, they look up at you, give you a little wave, apologise and then swiftly go across the crossing like they've done you a disservice by slowing you down. I feel like getting out of my car and going, do you know what, I'll just park here. You just walk (laughs) back and forth as many times as you want because you, sir or madam, are delightful. But that's just because you want an audience. On the zebra crossing <laughs> when you're doing a little performance. Don't go anywhere, don't go anywhere. I've got a really funny joke to tell. Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Could we please do Paul and Rach go to the movies? <gasps> yes. I think people know that's a projector. <laughs> I hope. Otherwise, what do they think that might be? I don't be? know. One I of those no little idea. birdie beetle clickers <laughs> from the Easter show? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. It is our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> our mates are probably going, it's a sex toy. Is it a sex toy? Is it one of Rachel's sex toys? Speaking of. Oh, shush. Don't look around the room. Okay, no, no. We'll just play hotter or colder, okay? Oh, just hotter or colder. Colder. No. Yeah. That's a bit obvious. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) The Lego movie is coming out soon. And I'm I'm a bit excited. My friend uh, has reviewed it, said it was great. Yeah, cool. Says it was in the Toy Story vein of funny and and, and intelligent. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Mm, But but it always shits me when someone somewhere, and it's some obscure nothing in the backwaters of whatever, but Mm -hmm. thanks to the internet, they now have the same platform as the Pope. Yes. And there's a, a preacher in India, I think it is, who's declared that Lego is the work of the devil. Oh, shut up. Now, I don't quite understand how. Last time I checked... Until about two years ago, Lego only made smiley faces. <laughs> <laughs> like, even on the pirates, they would, like, put a dotted beard on a smiley face. <laughs> yeah. Like, because I'm, I'm really racking my brain trying to think, what is devil like? Is it because you can take the head of a pirate and put it onto the body of mm, something? Is perhaps. this somehow ungodly? Is it because they can turn their heads in a 360-degree direction like somebody possessed? Correct. Is that why? But this is the thing with religious individuals who believe that anything that could be classified as fun is the work of the devil. Oh, I've worked it out. Why? Because they have four holes beneath the bottom. <laughs> Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. A little bit of douchery to report, P. Muzzer. <laughs> <laughs> <Dushery> report. <laughs> yeah. I went to a bar the other night and I love a bit of experimentation in my food and drink department. Well, massive fan. One of, of the it. many differences. <laughs> you like something that is a pretty basic arrangement when you're talking about food and drink a yes. Diet Coke and a pizza with barbecue sauce on the top. I love you saying Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into the wankery of the foam and the dust, but I do like things to be a little bit different and I'm all for experimentation. Correct. However, I went to a bar the other day and I'm a bandit for a cocktail. Love them. Especially you do? I love them. Funny little thing about me too, I don't drink coffee any other time of the day except in an espresso martini. Really? So yeah. if it's in cocktail form? Yeah, I'll drink it. Really? But I never drink coffee. And coffee always sends me crazy if I drink it during the day. But in an espresso martini, the balance of alcohol and coffee somehow... Perfection for me, P. Murray. <laughs> At any rate, we ordered a co- uh, cocktail and uh, it sort of, you know, sounded quite good on the menu. And 
you know, people are always trying to go that extra mile, do something a bit different. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Wow, I never thought you could put that in a cocktail. Oh, it's a sausage roll oh. cocktail. <laughs> no, thank you. But this cocktail comes out and it's like your normal clear cocktail. I think it had maybe some lemongrass Ooh. in it or something. Then it had tiny f- teddies in no. the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> they put tiny teddies tiny, in a cocktail. Tiny teddies. Now, anybody... <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of awesome. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. Rach, this weekend is a uh, very special anniversary, and it's an anniversary for you and me. <gasps> it is five years <gasps> this week since we went to WrestleMania. WrestleMania 25. Yeah, WrestleMania 30 is happening this weekend in New Orleans. I like, still got my WrestleMania hat and everything. It was awesome, We had a it? great time. Remember I drank that big, long cocktail <laughs> yes. out of that glass and just ate, like, crappy food? Well, this is the thing. I don't know if we ever admitted to this, but I think there's enough time has passed that I'm willing to admit to it now. Yeah. That, as you know... I was a super wrestling fan since I was a kid. You got all in. and I was banging. Yeah, I'd never like, even seen it before and I always thought it was a joke. And then eventually once I got into the, the majesty of it, the of performance it, yeah. of it, I loved it. I had a well, great time. Well, the night before WrestleMania was the WrestleMania Hall of Fame and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, how cool is Stone Cold Steve Austin? He was so good. Oh, just getting around with the beard. He just is. It's that head and shoulders above everyone when somebody yeah. walks into a room and they just command it. And you've yeah. seen a whole bunch of other performers, but then he comes in and because I'd never seen him in the prime of his wrestling career, I just heard all these stories. When he came in for the Hall of Fame, I just realised, wow, now I know why he was such a big name. Oh, absolutely. And I just wanted to share with the dear, dear listener, one of my favourite moments of Rachel and Lai's friendship was I was crying mm-hmm. tears of joy. Mm-hmm. And they were absolute tears of joy as we were leaving the event. And I was so excited. I'll never forget, you put your arm around me five years ago mm. um, this week and you just gave me a big cuddle because you got it and you yeah. got why I was into it. And, uh, you know, we always take the piss out of each other. It's what we do, blah, blah, blah. But just, you know, that is such an example of the mate that you are is that, like, I was having the time of my life and you joined me with every stroke of it. It was Aww, awesome. Oh, d- I beat that. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. Now, I don't talk very much about my uh, private life uh, oh, on hang the on, radio. Oh, hang on, what, what, what? <laughs> I mean, this Do we have to go, to, I can play the tape from two weeks <laughs> I ago. Mean... <laughs> I'm pointing. Oh, yeah. I don't talk much about my private life. P.S. The drawer is open. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, now Rach is brrr, I am right red. red. So my, uh, don't look in there. My boyfriend, I can't believe I'm saying those words, is currently overseas and will be for six months. Oh. He's working overseas and he's staying in Chicago at the Peninsula Hotel. Oh, hang on, hang on. Now people know where he is. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, he'll be gone by the time this podcast goes. Will he? Yeah, he I will hope be. So otherwise, you know, some <laughs> fruitcake somewhere is going to go. Which one's stolen rage from me? Anyway, the the thing about hotels that amazes me is that I can imagine that an upgrade is super expensive, mm. and once the hotel is built. It's pretty much not going to be upgraded, apart from the essentials like injecting Wi-Fi into the building if they didn't have Wi-Fi or those kind of things. Uh, you know, they're just not going to bother. Injecting Wi-Fi. Well, however they do it, they get it in a turkey. Ba- they, they get it in a turkey baster, don't they? Just put it in. Injecting. <laughs> <laughs> I've got 
love this image now of a bloke from Telstra with a syringe. Yeah. Who just comes and just walks into your wall and goes, Psh, done. Done. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, that's how it happens. You're qualified to build the NBN for Kevin Rudd now with that logic. <laughs> so the peninsula is one of those hotels that appears to have been built in the 1980s and not upgraded in any way. Each of the rooms has a fax machine. (laughs) (laughs) And the cleaning department had some kind of mishap and couldn't clean his room that day, so they sent him a fax (laughs) to tell him. And when you check in, you get a key... And on the key, they write your personalised fax number in case anyone wants to fax you. That is awesome. Who is faxing anybody? Okay, now, when this podcast finishes, let's have a couple of cocktails. I'll take a photo of your boobs and then we'll fax them. (laughs) Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach. And sadly, our podcast comes to an end. Thank you so much for including my singing last week, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Think I don't listen. You think it's, you know, I just, firstly, I listen back to hear how incredibly funny I am. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I love it when you sing in the podcast, so feel free to do it anytime okay. because you know I'm always going to include it. Time for Rachel's story time. This is how we end our little podcast where we get a story from Pick Up Your Magazine mm-hmm. and change one of the words. Wow. Oh, is there um, some rude bits on the Washing oh, machine Ooh, is the look headline. At her. Oh, is. wow. That is goodness gracious. You can't even do a half word there. Why do ladies do this? <laughs> I, I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, now, I thought that the... Don't <laughs> get distracted. Apparently she's itchy. <laughs> I thought that the safe word today could be WrestleMania. Oh, wonderful. In honour of WrestleMania 30 and our time at WrestleMania 25. And let me just say that um, while you said that you enjoyed the fact that we went to WrestleMania 25 and I enjoyed it and embraced the fact that it was such a monumental time for you, don't think that you haven't done the same for me, P. Murray, mm. because I recall a little Bette Midler concert that Whoa. you and I went to in Vegas. <laughs> I loved it. I loved that concert. Where we both cried and I I'm still the have the gold glitter oh. Yeah, in Hang my on, room. Is it in this drawer over here? No, don't go there. Don't go there. All right. I don't know why that drawer was apparently off limits. On that note, it's time for story time. Today's uh, story is called Park WrestleMania. (laughs) It's always good when you've got a sense of the the, the title. That's it. The task was simple enough. Make eye contact with the hottest chick in the bar and smooth talk her into bed. (laughs) I'd been drinking at this backpacker bar with my mates for hours and they'd all picked up except me. I'd let my last party the night away with her mates first before making my move because experience has taught me not to make a move too soon. I scored a smile, then ignored her till she was loose enough to give me a snog. (laughs) (laughs) Well, aren't you a cat? I'm not interested in personal details, she told me in a cute Canadian accent. With that, I tongue-kissed her. We pashed at the bar till security guards told us to stop it or get out. We ducked outside for some fresh air and good times. I think we're going to have any WrestleMania. Yeah, I was going to say, hang on. At what point does this become a story (laughs) in an adult magazine? The only problem was that the street was filled with drunkards with the same idea in mind. I grabbed her hand and we walked. I thought that said oh, something else. <laughs> we WrestleMania'd. Till we reached a quiet park somewhere suitably dark and secluded. We haven't had one WrestleMania oh. yet. We made out before my... Oh, I thought that was a rude word, but it's Canuck. Pulled my shorts down, <laughs> got on all... F- 
WrestleMania ah, <laughs> and told me to WrestleMania my WrestleMania in uh, WrestleMania. Oh, good. I liked her enthusiasm, so I took a swig of beer. I'd snuck out of the bar and WrestleMania did what? like a WrestleMania <laughs> with the star shining bright. I WrestleMania my WrestleMania WrestleMania into her WrestleMania <laughs> and let her finish my beer. Oh. It was the best WrestleMania I ever got. <laughs> What a story. See ya. (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach.